Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. It'll be uh, former Energy Secretary Rick Perry. If someone's going to know about what's happening with the oil prices, if someone's going to know why we're seeing such an increase in oil and energy, it's going to be the former Energy Secretary. Now, he was the Energy Secretary first under Trump, and then it was Dan Bruyette, who we're going to have on later in the week, to be honest. Um, the current Energy Secretary, Jennifer Granholm, I don't know what her history is with energy. I know her history because she was the Attorney General when I was in Michigan as a TV a news anchor, and I interviewed her a couple of times. thought she was a decent Attorney General. Then she became the governor, just really ruined the joint. Um, at the end of the day, I don't know what's going on, other than I can verifiably prove that Joe Biden and his, his administration are lying about energy and about why the price of gas is going up. In fact, Kerry's got a story from AOC, who has a history of being against business, has a history of pushing jobs out of her own district, who's now commented, has a history of lying about the border, has, has a comment or commentary on what big oil allegedly is doing. We'll have that for you coming up, but make sure you stick around for the bottom of the hour. It'll be Rick Perry, who's got great insight into what's happening right now on a Tuesday. Uh-huh. Hi. Hi. What's that? Sorry, it's my last day on Jovi. Nope. Who's speaking? Who is that? <laughs> you know who it is. I might not remember you by Monday. I don't know. Oh, I think you will. We'll just call you on your vacay. Mm, no can do. Mm, I'm, I'm finna do. Make sure you get the phone nearby. Oh, whatever. <laughs> that is Chocolate Voice. Polo's along for the ride. Sam getting it done. Appreciate that. I'm going to give you a piece of video and a piece of audio. Now, if you want to see this, make sure you go to JoePags.com and click on Watch Now. Again, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Blair, who is, uh, who's designed my website, along with Linda, uh, really great job with this. When you go to my website when the show is on, there'll be sort of this flashy animated thing that'll show you. Click here if you want to watch or listen. So go JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on Watch Now if you want to see the video. Just click on Listen Live if you want to hear the video and you're going to be leaving the car or if sports is coming on or whatever else. You can always listen live there. But during that one inter- that one debate that, uh, that Biden and Trump had, Biden admits what he wants to do. He literally says it and Trump calls him out. Uh, this was on NBC, so the NBC commentator the so-called moderator was on Biden's side. You could tell during the interview or during the, the debate. But Biden does admit it. Trump corners him and admits it. It makes him admit that fossil fuels are out. We're going after him. By 2050, by 2035, we're going to do this and that and the other. And they're taking the opportunity now to act like it's somebody else's fault and it's just a byproduct of the war. It's a byproduct of more demand because COVID's ending which is actually kind of dumb since they purposely backed off on how much oil we're, we're allowed to produce here, how much liquefied natural gas, how much, you know, fracking we can do. So the lies are out there. They're running rampant. So let's start with, um, I'm going to give you that video. This is from that debate back in um, 2020. And Biden admits that he's going after fossil fuels. And this is a big admission that you're not hearing from the media at all right now as they lie about why these prices are higher. One final question. Would he close down the oil industry? It falls. Would you close down the oil industry? By the way, I have a transition from the oil industry, yes. 
Oh, I will that's transition. A big it is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. And here's the deal. But that's you can't a big do statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry. I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas. Excuse me, to the to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We actually do All give right. it to solar and wind. We and that's maybe the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically, what he's saying question. is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that Texas? Will you okay. remember that Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Vice President Biden, let me give you ten seconds to respond, Ohio. and then I have to get to the final question. Vice President Biden. He takes everything out of context, but the point is, look, we have to move toward a net zero emissions. The first place to do that by the year 2035 is in energy okay. production by 2050 totally. All right. One- I mean, there it is. That's it. That's it. There it is. He admitted it. And by the way, Trump did not take him out of context. I mean, anybody who's got a brain knows that Trump literally just said, you're going to shut down the oil industry. And Biden said, yes. We have, we have to shut down fossil fuels. He admitted it. There is no question here. It's what he did. So the idea that he's not going to do that is just stupid. The idea that he took him out of context is even stupider. He said, I'm going to do it by 2035. What did he say by 2035? Cut back on production. Well, here we are, 2022, and we're cutting back on production. They didn't renew a lot of leases. And if I have to hear one more time about the 9,000 leases that are available that the oil industry won't go and get, that's just stupid. That, that's just, it's just dumb because it's what they do for a living. It would be like a, a diamond salesman not wanting to go and get diamonds from a place that's allowed to go and get diamonds. This is their commodity. This is what they sell. This is their product. Of course they would go and get it if there's oil and gas there. Problem is we don't know there's oil and gas there, and generally speaking, there probably isn't. We get into that with Rick Perry. Now, Carrie, let's, let's add to that. By the way, we'll, we'll open the phone, line, uh, the phone lines now, Sam. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go there and send me an email if you'd rather do that instead of calling in. But I just reiterated, actually, I didn't, he did. I just played for you from a debate in 2020 where Joe Biden, the current occupant of the White House, says we're going to shut down fossil fuels. We're going after fossil fuels. He did it on the campaign trail constantly, too, and he admits he wants to cut back on production by 2035 over time. Well, that production cutback has already happened. And they aren't renewing. They didn't renew a lot of leases that were already out there. And they shut down the Keystone XL pipeline. And they're not letting six, and Rick Perry will outline this, six LNG contracts on the desk of the energy secretary. They're not letting it happen. And then he's lying about Ukraine did it or more demand did it. Now, if you don't mind, Kerry, you've got to give us this one now where AOC chimes in. This is just about oil companies screwing people. Go ahead. From the blaze, progressive Democrats are accusing oil companies of profiteering and are demanding they face consequences for high prices at the pump as the price of crude oil fell below $100 on Monday and continued to decline Tuesday. But the industry has fired back, saying these Democrats are grandstanding instead of proposing solutions to the gas crisis. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Monday responded to MSNBC host Stephanie Rule, who asked what's going on with gas prices, averaging four thirty-two per gallon on Monday while the price of crude oil dropped 8% and fell below $100 per barrel. 
profiteering, and there should be consequences for it, the Congresswoman replied. A fellow squad member, Representative Elon Omar, echoed her comments, writing big oil CEOs need to be held accountable for profiteering. This cannot stand. And another congressman, Representative Mondaire Jones, accused oil companies of price gouging and said Congress must pass legislation to stop it. And their comments drew a harsh rebuke from the American Petroleum Institute, which said the American people are looking for solutions, not finger-pointing. The price of the pump that Americans are currently paying is a function of increased demand and lagging supply, combined with the geopolitical turmoil resulting from Russia's aggression in Ukraine. API Senior Vice President of Policy, Economics and Regulatory Affairs, Frank Macchiarola, explained in a statement to The Blaze, lawmakers should focus on policies that increase U.S. supply to help mitigate the situation, rather than political grandstanding that does not that does nothing but discourage investment at a time when it's needed the most, he said. Just so I understand, because AOC is this liar about the world's going to end in 12 years. She's had 14 years a couple years ago, now it's, now it's 12 years, we're all going to be dead. The world will be over in 12 years because AOC said so, because we've got to do something about climate change. AOC hates the oil industry. She doesn't want more oil to be on the market, yet she just made a statement that is so completely contradictory that she wants lower prices at the gas pump. AOC wants higher prices at the gas pump because this loon doesn't want people to use gasoline. This loon wants fossil fuels to go away. This loon wants the, the Green New Deal, which is you don't have gasoline anymore. But she wants lower prices at the gas pump. So what she wants is higher prices at the gas pump so that we won't buy gasoline-powered vehicles anymore so we can use the vehicle that she insists that we use, yet now she wants us to believe she wants lower prices at the gas pump because if there were lower prices at the gas pump, then what, the companies aren't making as big a profit? I mean, what am I supposed to believe from her? Let's say I want to be a fan of AOC, and I don't want to be because she's an idiot, but let's say I wanted to be. How could I be? As a rational person who understands the English language, when she says, I want the Green New Deal, I want people to drive electric cars. I don't want to be, you know, on fossil fuels anymore. She said the first time, which means she wants higher prices so that we're priced out of the market. We can't afford to fill up our tank anymore. Now she's saying she wants lower gas prices. Well, would that help her get the Green New Deal? If there were lower gas prices, more people would be driving more places. And if you believe her, that would be harming the atmosphere and and the globe. So she wants more harm on the globe by having lower prices at the gas pump because she cares about the people. How am I supposed to believe this this loon? I can't think of a better word. I just think she's a loon. I think there's something wrong with her. Or she's the actress that we know she is. Your thoughts on all of this. Biden said he'd go after the fossil fuels industry. He said he had we have to cut back on production. That's produce less. He said those things. He admitted it. And then, of course, there's AOC, who's always fun to talk about, who's the same person you've got to get vaxxed and masked, and then she went to Florida with no vax, no mask. I mean, she might have had the vax, didn't have a mask. So at the end of the day, you've got the, the idiot of the day, AOC, or the liar-in-chief in Joe Biden. Your thoughts? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.
Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to, and I appreciate you taking the time. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. If you can't get through or if you'd rather just email, just go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Scroll down and uh, click on contact, and you'll be able to send me an email directly to me. I'll take a look at it. We'll see what we're doing. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate uh, Philip in Minnesota. Philip, what's going on? Hi. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I don't agree with anything you say, but maybe you can answer this question for if, me. If, if, well, do, do me a favor, though, Philip. If, if you don't mind, pull the phone away from your mouth a little bit. It's very muffled because you're too close. Go ahead. Is it true that under the Biden administration, we in the U.S. have produced more oil at this point than under the Trump administration? I have not heard anything like that. that. I've not heard that. No, I would. I would think it's. I would. I would. I would think it's. Hello. I would think it's false because the Biden administration literally did not renew some leases that were available on federal lands. So I would think that's false. I just. I just you know Fox News yesterday. I just wanted to call and prove it. Give me a link. Uh, it was on Fox News Live. Prove it. Fox News Live. Okay, so how, how do I know that's true? How do I know that you saw that on Fox News Live yesterday? Tell me how I would know that. I watch Fox News all the time. Okay, I, I, <laughs> so what? <laughs> hey, what does that mean? You can tell me anything was on Fox News yesterday. I, I need you to verify it. Just send me a link. Send well, me, maybe, send, send me something Fox that says News, it. I don't have a link. Maybe Fox News is lying to us then. No, maybe you saw it wrong or maybe you dreamt it. I don't know. I didn't dream. I was watching Fox News Live. Hey, Philip, let me ask you a I second. Why, why, I, Philip, Philip I, don't, I don't know you. I don't know you to be a reliable source in that you're a news organization. So how do I just buy what you're saying? Because you said so? Send me a link. Well, no. No, just watch Fox News. Okay, I got, I got off the phone. Really? Sam, that's what the guy want me to do? Just watch Fox News? I don't think he knows what he's talking about. I mean... Yeah, what I should do, Carrie, when I get off tonight, I'll go watch 24 hours of Fox News on, Please, on you yeah. know, I'll rewind it, and I'll see if I can find what he's saying, because then he'll prove it to me. Yeah, watch Fox News, yes. But I would think that's not true, because I know that a lot of leases expired, and they didn't renew them. They didn't renew them, because they don't want them to continue getting the oil out of the ground. And they didn't get the friendly oil from Canada. So, I'm not really sure what he's talking about, and, and if, he, if he listens to my show all the time, he knows my policy is very simple. I'll listen to what you say, and I'll take what you say as fact, and then I'm going to ask you to verify it. It's not, it's not hard. Just show me. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to Michael in Texas. Michael, what's going on? Hi. Hey, uh, Jim. It's nice talking with you. I appreciate your efforts there. Thanks, man. What's happening? Fighting the uphill battle. Thank you. Uh, it's, uh, well, about this AOC and, uh, and uh, Biden. I mean, is this the best that we can do in this country? I swear. I mean, Biden should be in an old folks home and AOC should go back to bartending. I mean, I just don't see, I don't understand where we come up with it, where these clowns come from. I, I, I hear you, and I wish that you were right about where they should go next, but unfortunately, we're stuck with them for a little while. It says that you were in the oil and gas business for a long time. Fill me in on what you know. Okay, I've, we've drilled about 20 wells in a salt dome near Houston. They're shallower wells. We don't have to frack. And uh, some of these leases, they, my God, they were, they were coming on doing about a half a million dollars a day in production. The salt dome. Salt domes are unique. I don't know if you know about them, but a lot of what you have right now is shale. It's a deeper play, and it costs a lot more money uh, to drill and to frack than it does, say, for instance, these shallower wells in the salt dome. But so we've got a higher cost of producing it. Uh, but it's crazy. I've never seen anything like this where they come in. Uh, it's going to take years to transition from 
fossil fuels to alternative energy. This is going to take a long time. So they, they have to do this gradually. It can't, it can't happen tomorrow. It can't happen, you know, a few years from now. So there's the big problem right there. So they shut down, down this production that we had. We had, obviously, we were a net uh, exporter when Trump was in there. And, uh, and it, I just don't see, I don't understand what they're doing. But I will say this. The Texas Railroad Commission is very difficult to deal with. They regulate oil and gas. And I'm not kidding. I really believe that uh, uh, it, it, it almost makes it impossible to do uh, what you need to in certain fields and certain, with certain wells dealing with those people. But I, don't, I probably shouldn't get into that. That's a whole different subject. Michael, I hear uh, you, and I appreciate your, your perspective on this. Yeah, I mean, the, for those who don't know, the Railroad Commission does control energy here in Texas as well, not really about railroads. And I don't know how difficult it is or how easy it is to deal with them, but uh, yeah, it's it certainly, there's a level of, of, of bureaucracy, red tape, and, and uh, um, administrative input, to put it a, a different way, both state level, local level, national level, it's all over the place. What Trump did was he lifted so much of the regulations that were involved. And anytime somebody wanted to put a new regulation on something, he would say, okay, get rid of two, I'll let you put one on. I mean, that, it was a simple, a simple way to do it. That's a simple way to solve the problem. Sure, we'll, we'll let you put that regulation on, take two off. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello to our Rocco in California. Rocco, what's up? Hey, Joe. No, my, my first words are drill, baby, drill. Yes. We have to drill. We have to um, frack. We have to do everything to get oil. Drill, drive it down to the price that it was during the heyday of Trump. When they were almost when they were trying to pay you to take oil away, and we have to bankrupt all the other countries that produce oil, drive them to the ground, let them come sniveling to us. Oh, please raise the price of oil so we can have something to eat. We have to drive them into the ground. We were we were we were killing it. We were exporting to Europe. They they had nobody to buy oil from the the the. Uh, the people in the Middle East had no, nobody to sell their oil to because the price was so low. That's what we have to do. And we have to convince somebody at the top that this is the thing to do. We're not going to make it to, to Trump's 2024 election if we keep going this way. Well, well the, the problem is that those who are in charge want it this way, though, Rocco, and that's the issue. The issue is they want it this way. The issue is they want the gas prices to be out of control. They want to force people to stop using fossil fuels. You know, what bothers me is fossil fuels are natural. We, we try to act like, you know, um, wind power and solar, those are the only natural things, or water power or nuclear or whatever. Or I'm talking about fossil fuels, which are fuels that come from fossils. These are natural. These are God-given. This isn't something that somebody created they, they like took uh, some chemicals and mixed them together and made gasoline. What they did was they took fossil fuels and figured out how to refine it and make it run an internal combustion engine. This is not that difficult to understand, but we're acting like it's some sort of horrible, you know, scientific experiment that's blowing up the ozone layer. That's not the case. We talk a lot about that coming up next with Rick Perry, the former governor of the great state of Texas, where fossil fuels rule, and also the former energy secretary for Donald Trump. Keep it here. Joe Pag Show coming back. 888-941-PAGS. JoePags.com. Go down there and uh, click on contact. Send me an email. We'll be back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's such a pleasure to have this guy on. We've been friends a long time. More importantly, former governor of Texas, former secretary of energy for the United States of America. It's Rick Perry. Rick, how are you? Good to see you. I'm great, Joe. Thank you, sir. I hope your family's well. Uh, we're doing very well. We, and we always love that you ask about that. Another, you're, You've got another grandchild impending, which is awesome. Very nice. Um, I wanted to get with you, obviously, Governor. I'm going to call you Governor because that's uh, how I see you. I hope that's okay. Um, Best job. Uh, you, you, we talked about energy when you were in the job. I was in the White House, did an interview with you when I, when I talked to the president that day in 2017. And there was a lot of really good things happening for domestic production. You helped to make it a, a, an oil, a net oil exporter. We were energy independent if we wanted to be. The Keystone XL pipeline was going to hook us up, and everything was great. I mean, I think I paid $1.85 a gallon back then. Today, in north of San Antonio, it's about 4 bucks, which is nuts in Texas. It doesn't make any sense. And, and Rick, when we ask this government, this administration, why it's happening, they're lying. They're saying it's happening because um, COVID is over and there's, there's not enough supply for the demand. And then they said it's because Russia invaded Ukraine. So tell me, just in your heart of hearts as the former energy secretary, why are we seeing gas prices that we're seeing today? Well, there are a lot of different reasons, the least of which is not that the current administration has been sending the message that they dislike fossil fuels since the day they were elected. Yeah. You think about uh, one of the first things he did was cancel the XL pipeline. He sent messages across the country. They're not renewing uh, offshore leasing. Uh, they need to be, uh, or I should say they're stopping uh, exploration on federal lands. Right. Uh, I think there are six permits waiting at the DOE, the Department of Energy right now for LNG export. Uh, I mean, if you were an oil and gas executive and people were counting on you to make good decisions about return on investment, you wouldn't be spending any money out there drilling and doing the things that uh, you would would you would have done in in the last four years under the Trump administration, which we we green lighted a lot of those uh, projects so that people knew that if you risk your capital, you have a chance to have a return on your investment. And that's what's missing out of this. So, yeah, Putin going into Ukraine, not only is it a horrendous thing for those people, uh, it has a negative effect on the oil and gas uh, industry. Uh, Or I should say it has a negative effect on the people that are buying gasoline all around the world. Uh, But so it's a it's a combination of things. But I think the question is, who's most uh, at fault here for seeing sky high gas prices? And Americans aren't foolish. They they get it. They know that the president's policies are at the heart of this. That's the reason you see those little signs on the gas pumps all over with Joe Biden pointing to the uh, your retail costs. And it says, I did that. Americans are they, they get the joke here. And Biden, he would rather stand up and say, well, it's it's. And, and I would suggest to you, this is an age old problem for political types. And he may be at the top of the heap of standing up and saying, hey, I was wrong. Yeah, You miscalculated. This is not working. We're going to change directions. He will not do that. And he won't do it because he's owned by the left, by the woke uh, segment of the Democrat Party. And he sends the message daily that, look, blame somebody else. Don't stand up and take responsibility. So, I mean, even Chuck Schumer within the last couple of days was blaming the oil and gas company. You know, they're they're price fixing, they're, you know, gouging. And that's just nonsense. And Americans know that's nonsense. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm highly offended 
that the Democrat Party and their leadership would rather blame uh, the, some of the great capitalists, the great uh, pioneers, the great captains of, of our, our economic uh, uh, success in America, the oil and gas industry, on what's happening in this country today, what's driving inflation. And what's driving inflation are bad policies coming out of the Biden administration. He could turn this around rather quickly. It's going to yeah. take some time uh, because you just don't snap your fingers and energy comes out of the ground all of a sudden. But he could send the message. And because this is a commodity that's uh, traded in the futures market, you could see the reduction of gas prices rather quickly with a message from Joe Biden of, hey, listen, we were wrong. We want you oil and gas guys to get back out there doing what you were doing. Let's make America strong again. Let's make America secure again. And let's do it through our fossil fuel industry because we know that's what it does. It's uh, former governor, former energy secretary, Rick Perry. And you're so right about what you said. I do want to add one bit to it. It didn't start when he took office. He actually said this in the debates. He said, I'm going to go after the fossil fuels. I'm go He literally would tell people at his rallies, we're going to shut down fossil fuels. Yeah. Now, fossil fuels, last time I checked, was given by God. We're not making this. This is not man-made. This is stuff where we get fossils out of the ground. We get the energy out of the ground that God afforded us. We've got so much in Anwar. One analyst said it's 200 years worth, and we're not willing to even get oil from our friends in Canada. When it comes to the Keystone XL specifically, Rick, uh, the Alberta premier recently, like a few days ago, said, if you started construction today, it'd be up and running by first quarter next year. So if I go back and use my Wayback Machine, if he never stopped the construction, we might be getting that 800,000 barrels a day today if he never stopped the Keystone XL pipeline from being built. But, but they keep on, Saki keeps on saying, Biden keeps on saying, Keystone XL wouldn't help anything. That's just not yeah. true, is it? It's not true. And, and here's the other thing that's really offensive to me. Uh, is that he's traveled around the country or at least sent his people around the country to talk to um, other countries and asking them to increase their production. And these are countries that aren't our, aren't our friends right. and Venezuela and Iran. I mean, it, it's, it's nuts when you think about we've got Canadians uh, and, and we've got our Mexican friends who could, uh, you know, <laughs> not to mention the American producer that's sitting on more energy than any other place in the world and you would rather go ask Iran and Venezuela. You don't need to know anything else about this administration and how out of touch with reality they are, but to know that, that they would rather ask Venezuela and Maduro and those mullahs in Iran than American uh, patriots who love this country, who have sacrificed for this country, and will sacrifice again if that's what's required. But my God, Joe Biden, Ask American oil and gas producers to come and assist in, in, in this effort. Well, here's Not the, it, around the world with people that don't love us. But here's the response they give, Governor. Um, when Saki is asked about this, she said this, and I want you to tell me if this is true or not. There are 9,000 open leases that have been given to the oil and gas companies, but they want to keep the price high, so they refuse to go use those leases. Is that true? Well, you know, there's always a little truth in everything. There are 9,000 leases that have not been picked up by the oil and gas industry, but these are leases that are at best questionable of whether or not they would be uh, profitable if you were to go and, and do them. So, uh, yeah, they, they hide behind that, but Americans are not ignorant about this issue. Well, from, they from, from know what I understand, we oil don't. Oil and gas industry right. uh, is given the opportunity to make a profit, they will go and do it and they will risk their capital. 
Right. Uh, they don't believe Jinsaki on this and a host of other things. Well, that's the point. I mean, if the oil and gas industry makes money by getting oil and gas out to the public, by, by, by serving our energy needs, why would they ever not go and get the commodity that makes them a buck? Of course they would. And from yeah. what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of these leases are on land that probably don't have anything. So, that's I mean, so, so going there and spending some, the money for research and development yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah, in some form or fashion, these are going to be le- least, uh, less desirable leases. And, you know, they're just trying to hide behind something of, hey, don't pay attention to the little man behind the curtain over here. Look at this over here. And, you know, we're we're smarter than that. I mean, the idea that Joe Biden is playing the American people to be the chumps that he thinks they are is pretty darned offensive. It is. It's uh, Governor Rick Perry, former Energy Secretary Rick Perry. Rick, you and I talked a lot about the leases, not, not the leases, the deals you made specifically for LNG with the EU. I remember the president then, Trump, going there and looking at Germany saying, we're not going to protect you anymore if you're going to buy oil from, from Putin. He de facto shut down through legislation that was presented by Ted Cruz. He shut down the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Um, what happens to those deals when you guys leave office? When and Dan Bruyette was the most recent guy. When, yeah. when that administration leaves, what about those deals you made? Does this administration still have the LNG deal with the EU? Does the EU still have to buy energy from us and not from Putin? Or does that all just go away? Well, some of, the, some of those projects are still in place. Uh, our best friend in the European Union was Poland. Uh, we signed a number of good projects with them. As a matter of fact, uh, we haven't talked about uh, nuclear energy here on your program, but let's do that just a second. Small sure. modular reactors. Uh, New Scale is an advanced uh, reactor company that just in the last 30 days signed a project uh, with Poland uh, to put nuclear power into, uh, in, into that country. Uh, so there are still a number of good projects. We had a uh, we had a short pipeline that we agreed to uh, help uh, with between Poland and Ukraine uh, so that the Russians wouldn't have complete control of that east-west transmission of, of gas. Right. You know, they had Nord Stream going across the top. Uh, they were getting Nord Stream 2 uh, towards completion, and, and Donald Trump stepped, <laughs> stepped in and, and uh, said, no, no more, we're not going to do this. Uh, then Biden sent the message, yeah, why don't you complete it? The Germans are complicit in this. It's, it's, it's a really fascinating for, thing for me to watch. The Russians want to uh, want to have their cake and eat it too, so to speak. Right. So they're all about getting this thing, Nord Stream 2, done so that they can wheel the gas into the rest of the European Union. Um, Trump saw that. He saw that uh, the Germans were playing the, the whole European and the U.S. on this thing. And he stepped in and said, no, we're not going to do that. Pay your fair share to NATO. Uh, you know, if you're going to be our friend, be our friend. If you're not, then, uh, you know, work on it. It's a, <laughs> and we had things going in pretty good shape, actually. Right. Very uh, good shape. The European Union was becoming uh, independent of Russian uh, uh, gas. And I think that's good. You know, you need to have more than one source. And, and we certainly was giving it to them. And now... We, we see the price that we're paying because of this feckless leadership that's coming out of the Biden administration. Russia, Putin, they're not afraid of the United States. They uh, Now, they ought to be more afraid of the Ukrainian people than they were 30 days ago right. because of what we've seen pushing back. And hopefully 
the U.S. and, and the NATO allies over there uh, can bring Putin to his knees and we can get rid of a despot in that part of the country that is never going to be anything other than a problem for the West. Rick, do you think he's doing this because he wants to reunite the Soviet Union or is it more likely he's doing it for natural resources that Ukraine has? Yeah, you look at Ukraine. Um, there's a great movie that I recommend that your uh, your viewers, your listeners uh, take a look at. It's Prime Video, and it's called Mr. Jones. Okay. And it's the story of uh, Ukraine during the 1930s when Stalin uh, was in control of, of that part of the world and the famine that occurred. I mean, it's it, it, it's happening again. Uh, you know, here we are 80 years later and you're seeing the same thing happen in Ukraine again. That's the breadbasket of Europe. Yeah. There are massive oil and gas uh, reserves there. And when you look at the Black Sea and the ability to come up out of Crimea and the southern part of Ukraine out of the Black Sea, one of the most dynamic seaports in the world. So, yeah, he sees it as a... Um, a, a place that he can go increase the economic impact of Russia. He also sees it as reuniting the old Russian empire as well. Right. Uh, but I think that's less important to him than the farmer. I will check that out. Okay. Well, one last question for former governor, former energy secretary, Rick Perry. Thank you for making time today. And the question has to be this Biden, Saki, the entire administration, Jennifer Granholm, who has no business being the energy secretary, knows nothing about energy. Um, I think she's a lawyer. She used to be the governor of Michigan. I, I interviewed her a long time ago when I worked there. Uh, she was okay as the attorney general there. I don't know why she's on energy now. Um, that having been said, they all say they can do nothing to solve the problem of, at the gas pump. And you're saying it's a futures market. So if they announce we're going to restart the Keystone XL, yeah. or they said we're going to let them go back and go drill where they were drilling before and, and stop all these regulations that we added, would that lower the, the pump price immediately? Yeah, there are a number of things they can can do, Joe. Renew these uh, leases on federal land, uh, you know, restart our offshore drilling program, get those LNG pro, uh, projects out the door. I mean, literally, if you're the secretary of the Department of Energy, you can address six permits that are sitting there right now today and send that message. So there are a host of things that you can do to send the message and that would have, I will suggest to you, a fairly immediate effect on the price at the gas pump in the very near future. And, and they just don't want to do it. She would just have to sign those papers? That's it? It, it, it is that simple, yes. Wow. And, and here's, I just think there's this game that's being played. He knows that he's getting killed in the polls. He knows the Democrats are facing, I mean, a absolute uh, terrible fall when the people go and vote on this. Yeah. But he's afraid that the left is going to leave him and he's then he doesn't have anybody left because the american public has had it with joe biden they they recognize that there's nothing left uh to desire of this fellow because he is going to continue to put policies into place i can't remember who it was that said he's been wrong on every foreign policy issue that he's ever made a statement about. And I, I tend to agree with that. When you look at the way they left Iraq, when you see what's happening uh, in in uh, Ukraine, when you see what's happening economically in this country, uh, the inflation that's occurring, you see the people that he's trying to put on. Well, the Federal Reserve is a great example of it. You know, thank God for Joe 
uh, mentioned that he stood up and said, I'm not going to put on this person who is going to put a climate test on everything and continue to drive up the cost of, of uh, uh, living for the people in this country. You know, thank you, Joe Manchin, for yeah. being, you know, a, a Democrat that I can stand up with and say, you know what, there's a guy that's got some sense. And thank you, Rick Perry, for your hard work for this country. Thank you for your friendship. Former Governor, former Energy Secretary, Rick Perry. Anytime you want to come on, Rick, my show is your show. Thank, thank you, you so God much. Bless you. Tell your family hi. All right, well, and tell yours back as well. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. All right, glad to have you. Thanks. I do appreciate you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. Really enjoyed having Rick Perry on. We'll put that interview up on Rumble after the program. You can go and uh, check it out and share it with your friends. Those who don't understand the lies that are being told to them every single day by this administration, by Jen Psaki specifically. Uh, Rick Perry goes down and he tells the truth about it, and that's exactly what you need, right? Let me tell you about Eden Pure, a brand new sponsor of the program. We appreciate Eden Pure. The Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. People all over the nation are raving about how well the thunderstorm freshens their homes. The musty, mildewy smells just vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. you got to check this out. I've got a couple of them. With over 200,000 already sold, you know it works. Any order, any odor that is, will disappear when you use the thunderstorm odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, a lot more. They're no match for the Eden Pure. Best of all, no filters to buy either. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure thunderstorm three-pack for the whole home. Get everything protected. You're going to get three units for under $200. That's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for over $600. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, kitchen, anywhere you need clean, fresh air. And with a special offer, you're getting three units for under $200. You really can't beat it. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS3. Save $200. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGS3. Shipping is free. Much more to come. Keep it here on the Joe Pag Show. Another big hour coming your way. Do not touch that dial. This is the Joe Pag Show.